0: Welcome to the Soul Lux Life Podcast, where our goal is to enhance the mental, physical, and spiritual luxuries in life. Make your life luxurious through knowledge, coaching, training, and technique. Visit us online at soulluxlife.com. Here's your host, Crispin J. Watson.
1: Thank you for tuning in to the So Lux Life podcast. I'm so excited because today we have a special interview with Mr. Robert Pascal. He is a wonderful person. He has such a great story to tell you all. Um, just kind of bringing some issues to the light and making people aware of really what's going on out here that you never know people are suffering with. So hello, Robert. How are you?
0: I'm all right. How are you guys? How are you?
1: I am wonderful. So tell us a little bit about you, like your background as to where you grew up, what are you doing now and kind of what made you get to where you're, you're ready to tell your story.
0: Okay. Uh, well, we're from the same area, Grenada, Mississippi, Um graduated Grenada high school, went right into Holmes community college. Um, from there I went to Ole Miss major in criminal justice, English minor. Um, From like I was born in Coventry, raised in Grenada, spent a lot of time in Grenada between Grenada and Oxford. um, And what made me want to speak out? Now, I mean, I just honestly just let God basically come into my life, and that's what really made me want to speak out. That's what really made me wanted to.
1: Yes. so kind of, kind of walk us through your story. We'll just get right into it. Kind of walk us through the story of what you experienced and what happened.
0: Okay. Well, we are all well, I know Crispin, you and I are familiar with the person. Um, and I haven't mentioned their name and that's actually the sad part. I, I've spoken out on new couple of platforms my social media and without even mentioning a name everyone knew who it was because they were so respected in the community but uh back when maybe i, I, well, I was coming into high school ended in my eighth grade year going into my freshman year my mom was friends with this teacher who said that well said that he was a pastor had a lot of different titles attached to his name and. Was also married. Mm. He would take me and well, another freshman, upcoming freshman. He took me and this guy under our, his wing. He he befriended our parents first to get the backstory of how we were raised, how we grew up. Basically, baiting us. But like I said, we being young boys, thirteen, in thirteen, going on fourteen, naive, easy to trust. We believed them. And he would make us crazy bits like, okay, I dare you to wear a pair of stockings under your school pants. And we'd be like, just laughing. out like, okay, yeah, you, you really think I won't do it? So, <laughs> yeah, that's how you think at, in that young mind. Like, okay, yeah, you think I won't do it. So we, I'm going to prove you wrong. So he did that. We did it. We get to school the next day. Raise your pants, look up. Let me see if you really have them on. Done it. Reach in his pocket, give us 50, 100, 150. Take us to the store after school, buy us $200 pairs of shoes, this, that, and the third. And also introducing us to other guys that were juniors and seniors in high school at the time. Okay, these are y'all's big, y'all little brothers. Watch out for them. Make sure nobody bully them. This, that, and the third. Basically, mind screwing all of us.
1: Basically and, making you feel like you can trust him.
0: Absolutely.
1: But he's having you do all of these different bets and dares and activities in exchange for money.
0: Yes. And and pe- what, what people don't understand is that messes with you mentally. It bothers you because you're, you're just coming into your own. You're just really discovering how your body works, this, that, and the third. And when you experience that, it make you think, okay, well, what is it about me that's making a man want me to do this? Mm-hmm. And then you start to question yourself. People start saying this about you. They start saying, Oh, you're gay this, you're gay that. And in your mind, you and deep down inside, you know it's not true, but you start to think well mentally, well, okay, if this person got me doing this, does that mean that I am like this now? Because, because I wore I put on a pair of pantyhose or this? And, and it starts to bother you. And it really just over the years just took a toll on me. I, I I would always think to myself, well, okay, well, is this the lifestyle that I'm supposed to be? Is this me? Like is this what is this what it is? Right. And it's like you you start to question yourself. Even though I never acted on it, it still just bothered me. Like, is this really? Like, is this what it is? Am I this? What well, people have said this about me? Well, I have never done this, that, and the third. I've never done this. So does that make me what they're calling me? And it just it was just a lot of depression. Yeah. It was just I I. I like I said, this was when I was fourteen. I'm 25 now, and just getting to the, the courage and the bravery to speak out about it. I just held on to it for that long. I would listen to the lies people said about me. Okay, he's doing this, doing that, but in reality, I'm at home or at church or at my grandmother's house. Right. There's when even- and yeah, when and where did I did you see me do this? When? And it, it that 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 person put a wedge between me and my mom and when I say me my mom because he would t- he would tell me hide your phone because your mom go through it at night and this was at high school and it get, had me looking at her sideways like, okay you're really doing that I don't have nothing to hide but if you want to look into you can just ask me and he was would tell this her
1: something that she was actually doing or was no. he making this up
0: he was making it up and when and when I recently spoke out, I, I told my mom about it before I even spoke out about it publicly, and I was telling her everything. She was like, "Robert, I never did that." She was like, "So she's like, there were many nights I literally stayed at home and cried to my friends, thinking that my child hated me, hmm. and this is the reason why."
1: Because he was feeding you these lies about yes. your mother.
0: Yes, to get me to to the point to where I hated her enough to where I want to come live with him where he could do whatever he wanted to do. Oh, my God. Because that actually happened before. So you
1: ended up going to live with this person because you were so unhappy at home.
0: He wanted me to, but it didn't get to that point.
1: So he He, was trying to get you to come live with him in his home.
0: Yeah, he, he wanted me to not like my mom that much because he had already done it to someone else at my like, like I said, he was he was he's from he was known in the area. He had been visiting different churches, this, that, and the third, and he came to my church, which is in Cofferville, Mississippi. And he at that time he had took a guy under his wing. His mother didn't want him to marry this young lady. So he got this guy and his mom into a huge argument to the point to where this guy left home, moved with him, and this man let them slip and get married him and the girl get married without the mother's consent. So that's, ba- so he basically done whatever he wanted to do with this guy,
1: wow. regardless
0: of what his mom had to say. So that's basically where he wanted the relationship with me and my mom to get. So he could basically tell me what to do, make me want to leave home and, and just disobey my mother but it never got to that point it never got there so when it all kind of came to a head i'm not sure if the school found out what he was doing or whatever but he quit before they could fire him and once he left he blocked everyone he had dealings with on social media he blocked all of us
1: i mean i recently found out i was blocked and i don't know why
0: (laughs) yeah yeah see that's what i'm saying like he blocked everybody everybody that had Everyone that comment on my post get, pretty much got blocked.
1: Oh, maybe and, that's why. But I didn't comment. I just no, like.
0: Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. No. But listen, everybody got blocked, and and I just and like and like I said, what really made me just start speaking about it is it, like I said, it had been bothering me since 2016, and what really brought it to the forefront for me, I was sitting at my grandmother's house watching a show, Eyal fixed Fix My Life. I was sitting there with my grandmother watching it. And it was this pastor on there who was in the homosexual lifestyle. And I'm just sitting there watching like, this is not right. Like, how can you preach the word of God and you are doing something that God clearly states in the, his word that's an abomination? How, how can you do that? And it just something, and at that moment, I had never felt that felt my body go through a change like that before. It just all of a sudden just got a hot, jittery anxiety feeling down my back. At that moment, that day, I started losing sleep. Mm-hmm. I started being up all night. I would go to bed at two or three o'clock in the morning and at six thirty, every and I remember this is during the summer, six thirty in the morning. I would sit straight up in the bed and could not go back to sleep until later than early, late that night or early the next morning, around two or three, it was like depression was just on me. I was tossing, and turn, toss and turn every day for about three to four months. And I was like, and I just swept it under the rug. I'm like, okay, well I've come out of it for a while, swept it under the rug, didn't deal with the issue. I just kept sweeping it under the rug, sweeping it under the rug. And the ending of May this year, my mom and I, we, our relationship wasn't the best, as I stated before, cause because because of this person drove a wedge between us, it was just terrible. It would get to the points where I would come in the house, see my mom. We, I wouldn't even speak to her. i just go straight to my room and stay there all day. And I would tell her, it would be like, okay, I come home, I'll be there by myself. When she comes, it's like I just, my whole body just get hot. I'm like, okay, this is it. She's about to come in with some mess today. I'm not in the mood for it. And, and I told her, and I told her, like, that's just how I felt. I'm like, she's about to come in with some mess today. We're going to argue. So I'm just going to go, just l- let you do you. And I'm going to go in here. You're going argue by yourself today. We're not going to argue today. Maybe tomorrow. Just not today. Leave me alone. That's, that's, that's how bad it got in May this year. She was like, okay, look, our relationship is horrible. I want it to get better. I want us to laugh, talk how we used to. And like, okay, I'm thinking to myself, okay, maybe she's right. Maybe she finally wanted to change. She, she she's seeing that I'm trying to change. So maybe she's actually for, for real this time. And in that same breath, not even 30 seconds later. Well, since we can talk now, are you gay? Oh and it made me so mad it like it i was pissed and i and i just ran down the timeline to her i'm like okay i get up every morning at 5:30 <laughs> depend got to be at work at 6:45 Depending on what day of the week, whether we have after school tutoring or not, I'm at home between three thirty or five. I come home, eat, shower by seven thirty, eight o'clock. I'm in the bed. Now you tell me if I was gay, when would I have time for a boyfriend? <laughs> or if I, or, I'm like you. You tell me. I'm like, and on the weekend, I'm either spending time with my grandparents. And when you went then when you call up there, you see that I'm there. They tell you, well, he's right here on the couch watching TV. This, that. I'm like, so you, so you tell me when I spend most of my time either at work, church, or at home with you. You let me know. And she really sat there and thought about it. and was like, you're right. And and I'm like, and then I'm like, it made me so mad because you're my mother. You know who and what you raised. Mm-hmm. You know me better than anybody. So how could you let what you've heard in the street already make up in your mind? This is what I am without even asking me. That's what made me mad.
1: So Seriously. she she asked you this based off of things what? she hadn't heard in the community, not off of any like of her own.
0: Oh, exactly. She so, was like, she was like, well, you haven't. I haven't heard you talk about a female. I haven't heard you think, say this, that, and there. I'm like, and and I, I didn't say anything at about what happened then. I didn't say. I didn't say. I'm like, okay, well, ma, I'm just trying to get myself together. I, I, that, it was just me sweeping under the rug again. Sweeping under the rug. But this time, the depression almost just drove me to losing my mind. Mm. It it had me to the point to where, okay, I'm not sleeping again. It got I, I'm in the gym trying to work out, doing this, that, and the third. Instead of gaining muscle, I'm losing weight. That's how the depression was. Like, I'm losing weight. I went from 160 to like, 140-ish, oh, almost wow. 130, like within from from May to beginning of August. Like, I'm losing weight, not eating. I'm just literally depressed. And I I was sitting at my grandma's house one day, and I just told her, I was like, I feel like I'm about to lose my mind. I, I'm like, because I'm, I told my grandmother before I told my mom. And she's like, you just need to tell your mother. You just need to tell her, tell her, just tell her. And I called her. My grandmother called her first and was like, Robert needs to talk to you. He needs to talk to you. He's going to lose his mind. You just need to talk. And I told her what happened. And she said, the first thing my mom said was, I'm going to kill him. Oh, First thing she said, I'm going to kill him. And she said, did he touch you? I said, no. He never put his hands on me. I said, he never touched me. And she said, well, Okay. But there's something that's to bother me. She was like, Well, if he never touched you, why would you let it bother you for all these years? I'm like, Because I let it almost become what I was. I almost mm-hmm. let what people say persuade me to do this, to be in this lifestyle. When I know the Bible says man is meant for woman.
1: Right. Woman,
0: woman was created from man. So that she can bear bear children, I'm like, well, I'm a man, I can't bear kids. So I know that was a lie. I knew what they were saying. I, I I knew, like I said, I knew deep down inside that it was a lie, but it was just me trying to mentally fix myself. when I realized, okay, well, this is beyond my strength. I can't really just do this by myself. So that's when I really fixed my relationship with God, and that's what really made me realize that, okay, everything negative that was said doesn't match what's in the Bible. So that means it was all a lie. So, and, and that's, that's when I really started to see the truth clearly. Like, okay, I'm thinking to myself, okay, deep down inside, I know I want a wife. I know I want kids, but my mind is telling me, dude, you had never had it all because of what the people think about you and what they say about you. But that day that I spoke out, I went to intercession prayer and they was just like, Bravery, just bravery and courage, was what they were saying that day in prayer. I'm like, okay, God, I hear you, I hear, I, I, I hear you, and I, I couldn't. And for some reason, I couldn't do it at home. I couldn't sit at home and write it. I went set in the parking lot of a, of a shopping center and just sat there and wrote it. And when I got home, I hit post. And even before that, I came, you know. Prophet's Laquita read it. Mm-hmm. I came I encounter with her in 2016, the same time when I was going through it. And she was like, You battling, you running. She's like, Stop running. And I'm like, what do you mean, I'm running? She was like, her, she was like, You have a call on your life. I'm like, What what do you mean a call on my life? I already knew what she meant because it had already been spoken to me from three other people before she even said it to me. She was like, you're going to be called into the ministry. I'm like, what are you? I'm like, how, how can I be encouraging <laughs> somebody when I'm going through hell? Like, how, how can I do this? How, how can, like me, the one that's just sitting here crying to you, you sitting here telling me I'm going to be the one encouraging somebody? Like, I'm not, not believing it. Because at that time, my faith was just gone. It was like down the drain. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm,
0: I'm like, I'm praying, but ain't nothing happening. Nothing is happening. I'm praying to God, but I'm not seeing any change. And and my like, she told me that you're you're called into the ministry. My cousin Jeff Phillips, who's also a pastor, told me, Robert, when you start preaching, you're gonna be better than me. I'm like, what? Why? I'm like, why y'all telling me this? Like, why y'all keep telling (laughs) me I'm about to preach? Like, and I'm, and and that's how they all said. They was like, okay, when well, we were called into the ministry, we didn't want their life that life for us either. We didn't want it because we didn't ask for it. <laughs> and she was like, and, the, and I'm like, okay, I hear you, but whatever. So that's how I felt back then. And one day I just called Ju- July 24th. I called her. Well, I called her the day before. I'm like, look, we work together. I'm like, I'm I'm just tired. Like I just feel I just I feel like I'm about to lose my mind. I just want this off of me. I just want I just want to be free. And she was like, come to Bible study with me Tuesday. I went with her after Bible study. They started locking the doors in the church. I'm like, okay, what 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 y'all about to do in here? Like what y'all doing? And she just stated her and three other women just start praying for me. Next thing I knew, I'm throwing up in a garbage can in the church. And she was like, now that you've gotten this out of the way, this is your spiritual cleansing. She's like, this is God getting all of the demons and spirits out of you that's been attached to you, that's been spoke over you. All the negative things that have been spoke over you, all the hurt from your father, you and your father's relationship, your mother, all that built up anger is out. And I'm like, and she's like, now that this is done, it's only a matter of time before you start preaching. And I'm like, why do you keep saying that? <laughs> I'm like, this is like, I remind you, this was in June. This, no, July. This was the fourth person who has told me this. And I get to church a couple weeks later. You might know Parrish Gibson. Her brother-in-law is a, a pastor at my church. He didn't know what was going on with me and my mother and what I was going through. He walked up to me put his hand on my head and said you've let what people say about you bother you for so long and I'm like okay nobody only god could have told him that gave him that to tell me cuz no one knew and a couple seconds later he grabbed my right hand he was like you have the power to lay hands on people but the devil got you so scared you would not move you won't break I'm like okay this the, this is the fifth person that has told me this. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then he looked back at my mother. He was like, it's going to be a shift between you and her. You you guys aren't going to see eye to eye for a while. And I'm thinking to myself, he's spot on. And for him to pick up on that and not know what was going on, I knew it was God. Fast forward, i met another church. This guy called me up. He's younger than me. And he just singled me out. I'm like, okay, call me up for prayer. He was like, he looked at me. You ain't preaching yet? What? <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm just like, what? What are you talking about? He was like, God, I hear God telling me he's not going to let you go, no matter how hard you run from him. He's not going to let you go because of the calling you have on your life. And I'm like, okay, I hear you. I hear you, God. I, I hear you, but I don't, I just don't know. So I, I know that my change is coming from him, me being able to speak out, the courage. I know it's only God. It's only it's only from God. And I'm a, I'm a process. And just like I told Laquita, I was like, if this is what God, if this is what God wants me to do, I do it. If he's caught saying, Robert, preach my word, I'll it up and do it. But I don't want nobody to tell me. I want him to reveal it to me himself. Like, show me this is what you want me to do. Show me. And I knew, and, I, and people say, okay, well, people think, like, how you and I are speaking now, that that's how God will speak to you. No, he's going to mm-hmm. speak to you through the Bible. He's going to speak to you through scripture. He, that's, that's how, and the only way you're going to know his voice is if you study his word.
1: Exactly. And if you let so, the Holy Spirit in, right. you allow God to speak with you. Because sometimes exactly. we can shut Him out and feel so guilty over things we've done when the whole yes. time God is just trying to draw us nearer to Him.
0: Yeah, so you really absolutely. What
1: you went through really helped you to find your calling?
0: Yes, like find my purpose. And I, I my first job ever was substituting at the same high school I went to. I had no idea why I decided to go and do this. (laughs) I had no idea. My second job was working with Life Help, the Region 6 um, building here in Grenada, working with kids again. And now I'm with the AmeriCorps program. We're still working with kids. And I'm like, God, why are you got me in here with all these kids? Why? Not knowing that it would be me That will be able to go into a school and identify kids that's been in the same situation or similar than me not knowing that that was god's way of preparing me to do what i did to make parents aware of the signs that their child may or may be involved in sexual misconduct sexual assault like i i i I thank God for it. And, I, and, I, and what really made me think that this was my purpose, my boss, Ms. Gwen Wilson, she was like, in orientation, she was like, what's your purpose? And at, at that last year, she asked the question, and I just wrote, like, I, I really and truly don't know. I don't even know why I'm here. That's just how depressed I was in 2018, feeling like I don't have, I don't even, why am I even here on earth? Is it just to go through hell? It's just to have people talk about me. It's just to just have people say you're gay and don't don't even know that it's just something that I've let y'all a title, I've let y'all give me and it's not true. Like just like in my post, I said, I, I took so many lies. I'll just sit back and people like, I heard you done this. I'd be like, well, Self, did you do it when you know good and well you were right at home? Like, did I do it? did I do this? And I'm knowing, like, Y'all know y'all some liars. That
1: happens. Like I promise yeah. you, it happens. It happened to me. Yeah. Like people made up a whole lie that the reason me and my ex husband got a divorce was because I cheated on him. Like right. with who? When? Where?
0: Like, <laughs> and you just look like what? Well, well did, did, I like- did I? did I? Did <laughs> I do this? And, and I'm like, I'm like, well, y'all know me better than me, so I guess I did. Do <laughs> I did so. That's basically to the point that it got. Like, I sit there and let people slander me, knowing daggone well I could have just sued everybody <laughs> for defamation of character. I'm like, okay, yeah, y'all. That's what y'all you are got- doing. Yeah, just sue them. Send them a cease and desist. <laughs> Get them.
1: <Right. laughs>
0: like, just, I can sue y'all. But, I mean, it, it, it I, I took it. I took it, I held it in, and that's the worst thing to do that will have you almost losing your mind and selling your soul to the devil.
1: So would you say that these lies and things about you started when you got affiliated with this teacher?
0: I mean, people have honestly, people have said it all my life. All because this is, this is my family is predominantly women. My grandmother had eight girls and three boys and I'm 25. I, out of all of them, I'm the only grandson that's my age. Everyone else that was born year behind me, in front of me, all female. I'm a, I can't help if I might talk a certain way that's feminine, if I have a feminine hand gesture. If I say, I can't help that, but that doesn't mean that I'm gay. If anything, I know how to treat a woman better than any man that's been raised in a household with both parents. All because of how I've seen men treat my f- women and my family, and I'm thinking I don't want to hurt a woman like that.
1: Mm.
0: And I'm thinking like, and, and that's what a lot of people they take on. They they take the labels, and it's not who they are. It's not. And like I said, some. And then once once I've been labeled, called it in the community, and this, that, and the third. And it. And it, it, let this be honest. If someone here, a family member, saying, oh. You gay this. I'm th- I told my mother, what woman will want to date somebody and they hear their family member saying it and, they th- and they're going to think, well, okay, well, if the family member's saying it, obviously it's true when only when only the family member's saying it is because they're mad at you. And after they mad and after they, you make up with them, they'll say, I know you ain't gay. I just said that because I was mad at you. Like, why would you say that, stupid? Like, <laughs> why would you? Why would you say that when you don't know how it's making me feel? so it, it, i just like I said I just took on the title when in reality, I know I would I never done and i I'd never even done anything close to that, like i said it's 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 natural to have thoughts like, okay, well, is this me like to question yourself, just like if if you do something crazy, you start. Think like you start thinking crazy. Like, okay, well, should, did I do what? Should I have done that? Should I have done this? Well, like in a relationship, well, should I cheat? Should I not? Like, it, it, you start to think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's basically how it was. I was just thinking, like, okay, well, am I? Am I this? Am I that? And I know deep down inside what I wanted. I know I wanted to. I want a wife. I want kids. I, I know that. But I had, I, I, but I know that I can't have that until I get myself together mentally.
1: Exactly.
0: I, I, I know I couldn't. I, I know, just like I, just like my spiritual counselor told me. This, she's like, Rob, be honest. If God gave you a wife right now, you got married, y'all, a couple months later, she's pregnant, you wouldn't know what to do because you're not even mentally there yet. You're not, you haven't prepared yourself. You're still, it's a, she's like, it's a process. You're still in the early stages of the process. And she was like, just, just, just take your time. And Pastor Johnny Reed, the pastor of Covenant House told me, he told me this in June. He was like, you speak out, you tell your truth. He was like, in a year time, you're going to either be in a relationship or almost married. <laughs> he told me, he prophesied that to me. And when I saw him at a concert recently, he said, "You look so much happier and free." He said, oh, like, "You wow. look so free." He said, like, "You look so free." And when I did my first podcast, my my sister Shauna Tillman she texted me and was like, "You talk different." She's like, "You look so different." She's like, "You just look different." And she saw me the other day and like, "You just look different." And and I, I it's like when you re- realize. The truth and a lie, and you don't care what anybody say anymore. You you become free.
1: You start <laughs> to flow for real.
0: Yeah, yeah, and like I said, it will be to the point to where I would be so low key on social media, not say anything. But it feels good speaking out. If it, it feels good, like just like I told the podcast I was on a week or so ago. I didn't do it for the attention. I didn't do it for the likes, shares. i done it to make it known that this happens in the area. If you see these signs in your kids, make them talk to you. Question them every day, every single day. And not just the girls, but the boys. That there are sick people out here. There are sick basketball coaches, football coaches, preachers, teachers, cousins. Uncles, like it, it is right under our nose. I'm not saying that it's happening in the area, but it happened to me, and it was in the area. It happened to a bunch of others in the area that have went on with their lives, got wives, this, that, and third, and they even liked my post, but didn't speak out about it. this so speak up. You
1: weren't the only one. So there were other people, other yes. Yes. victims.
0: Absolutely. And and honestly. Chris, you know them. You know them. You know them.
1: Oh.
0: But like I said, to keep me from being sued and you, I'm not going to speak, I'm not going to mention the person's name. Right,
1: disclaimer, the, we're not going to name uh, them yes. on the podcast.
0: Yeah, we're not going to do that. And so I'm not going to have you off, off Spotify nothing. We're so not going <laughs> to do that. But that's that's basically what it it is. It was, yeah.
1: So after you shared your story, you basically spoke your truth on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Like how much attention did that post get? Let our listeners know, like you made this one post.
0: And and it got over 300 likes, over 40 shares. i done two podcasts on the same platform. Each video got almost a thousand views over 100 comments probably over 100 shares by now probably and it got so and i've got so much love i've gotten people reaching out to me thank you because your post set me free inboxes
1: from inbox
0: dms from people uh, from somebody that i didn't even know and thank you like people in their 40s early 50s thank you you have forced me to deal with demons that i have pushed aside you are making me finally deal with being raped at 14 and 17 left for dead that was one message that i got
1: oh my god they were
0: like thank you for helping me and this was a 50 40 49 50 year old woman who told me that
1: And I just want to show anybody listening, if you're suffering with something mentally or you're dealing with something that happened in your past or currently happening in your life, don't be afraid to talk about it and to speak up because there's somebody out there that might need you. Like, his story helped so many people. Right. And apparently um, there's got to be truth to it because the person went and blocked everybody.
0: Yeah, and, like, he blocked us. As soon as he left here, like this was maybe 2011, 12, just straight blocked all of us. And the crazy thing about it, I made my post on thirst on a Thursday. I remind you, we're still blocked. I made my post on a Thursday. This, the following Saturday, I get a screenshot of this person's a post that this person shared. I'm gonna describe the picture. You've probably seen it on social media. It was a little girl with a her mouth covered, and on the hand of the person covering her mouth, it says, if you tell, dot, dot, dot. And the, the caption on the picture says, parents, watch your kids around boyfriends that you barely know, teachers that you barely know, preachers, pastors, cousins that you barely know. Why would you share this? He shared it that Tuesday before I made my post. And I didn't know about it until Saturday. And just so happened, my mom was on social media. I you, he blocked her too.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah, he blocked her. He blocked her when he left here and blocked everybody else. He blocked her too. So Saturday, that same Saturday, no, yeah, Saturday, we were in my grandmother's house. And across her social media, people you may know, and there he was. He unblocked her. So I searched the name. I was unblocked. because hmm. the wind of my post had gotten around to him.
1: Oh, he probably wanted to read it for his... He
0: wanted, wanted to read it, absolutely. Don't I? <laughs> yeah. And by that Monday, you know, when you unblock somebody, you have to wait 48 hours to block them back. So he blocked us back by Monday. Wow. We were blocked back by Monday. And... It was it was it was crazy, and we only had one negative person that told uh, went to and not not didn't come to me, didn't come to my mother. They went to the central office of my school district, complained to an administrator. Well, if this happened to him, how do we know he's not going to do it to somebody else's child? Just by me working the school system, I was like, well. Clearly, you're not saved if you're, gonna, if, you're saying, if you're thinking like that. Clearly, you're not. Secondly, why would I want to hurt somebody else's child when I know how bad it hurt me and confused me? Right. Um, and and, th- and I'm like, it, it made me so mad that I called the administrator that, that contacted my mom. And I called her and she said, Robert, I know you and I know your mother. And I know that's not what and who your mother raised. She said, I work in the central office. If I thought this about you, I would have you removed myself.
1: Exactly.
0: And it made me so, and I don't, I, I, I don't really cry. I don't really show emotion, but I cried on the phone that lady that day because I was so furious and it, it bothered me. It bothered me for about two or three days. And I'm like, why would you wait till my post, when my posts have been up on an, an entire week, why would you wait until the next week and complain?
1: Exactly. Like, what? What reason did you have?
0: Yeah. Like, what reason? Like, and clearly you you're wanna, trying uh, to
1: speak out to help someone.
0: Yeah, and but I'm like, clearly you want. Yeah, I'm thinking to myself, yeah What did she want to be my friend now? Like, what? You want? You want to be my friend? <laughs> like, you could. You and I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, you. Pro- whoever it was probably was the one that commented on on the post
1: could have been somebody, somebody associated that,
0: with the guilty yeah, person involved. With the, and and as soon as somebody as soon as she called the as soon as the person the woman called my mom from central office and told me what was going on I said I, I called out a name and I said mom I that that's who it is like the, it would I would not be settled I, I couldn't settle until I was like, "Mom, that's who it is." I like that's who said it. I'm like that's the only person in this area that still talk to this man. That's who did it. I'm like that's who did it. Mm-hmm. And and we, we'll have to talk off air and out. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, that's basically what it it was. And like I said, it it was just them. Um, it, it, it's a lot. And what advice would I give a parent or women? Yes. Question your kids. If you see your child, this off always mad for no apparent reason. If they think, Oh, they just come into teenage. They just, nine times out of 10, they're involved in something. They've heard something, seen something. Question them. And same thing with the boys. If they, don't want to be bothered, off to of themselves. This, that, th- they're not looking at nothing on the phones. They're not playing the game. They, they just don't. When, when you notice that the whole attitude change, the uh, whole attitude, and the guy who did this would always tell me, "Well, don't tell your mama that you did. Don't tell your mama this. Thing. Don't tell her where you got the money." And, um, and she's like, "Well, why didn't you tell me?" I'm like, "Well, mom. It was. It's embarrassing. You are a young man. How do you just come out and say that a grown man had you wearing pantyhose for money? How do what, you say like, that? What,
1: what did he get out of that? That's what,
0: That's I'm, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The eye the world may never know. <laughs> and I'm like, and my, I was like, my, and I would get upset with you because... You would see me mad. You would see me, the attitude change. And I'm like, if you had just asked me what was wrong without me volunteering op- the information, it would have just made me tell it. And she was like, well, Robin, I'm not a mind reader. That's That was her exact words. I am not a mind reader. And that's when I thought, well, okay, well, I kind of bought this on myself because I didn't speak up. This could have been out of the way. this man, it could have been just served, but I just didn't speak up, but then I thought, well okay, it just wasn't time for me to speak up. it, it just wasn't it just wasn't the time God had for me to speak to speak up so i, I I'm glad that I was me- more mentally stable now to speak out. I'm glad that I was able to. Like I said, it wasn't for the attention. It wasn't for, I I could care less about the attention. I don't, I don't care, but I'm glad I did it because that saved hundreds of people, hundreds. And my cousin called me one day, like before I even spoke out, he called me and he said, I don't know why Jeremiah one and five is speaking. It's is speaking out to me. It, it, it's. Sticking out to me. And that scripture says, I knew you before you were knitted in your mother's womb. I set you aside. I appointed you prophet to the nations. I'm like, okay, here you go with this prophet again. Here you go with the pastor. <laughs> and that's what I told him. I'm, like, I'm thinking to myself. And he was like, Robert, you're probably wondering how you're going to be a prophet to many nations. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He was like, your book is going to be a number one bestseller. And he's a prophet himself. He was like, your book is going to be a number one bestseller. And I was like, it's ironic you say that. I was like, I was in Walmart earlier today. And I saw notebooks that were 50 cents for like four of them. He was like, I was like, and I almost got them. He said, get up right now. Stop what you're doing and go back and get them. And I didn't, and I, and I, I, I I obeyed and he was like, every stroke on that paper is going to be an anointed stroke of your story. And I'm like, he was like that as people read that they're going to be instantly healed and delivered and set free. He was like, what it took you years to overcome. It's going to take them one second of you telling your story to get them set free. And, 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 and I'm like, okay, I, I hear you. I'm still not listening, still not believing. But my pastor sent me to a counselor. Antonio called me that Thursday. I went to my counselor that Saturday. And as she was praying for me, I started to purge again. I started to vomit. And she said, as I was praying, I saw you being a songwriter. I saw you a number one best-selling author. I saw you on a platform not preaching, but expressing your story to thousands of people and they scream your name. And she was like, when I get messages from God prophetically, I, I hear things and I see things. She said, I saw in her people screaming for you and saw you standing there doing it. I'm like, okay. They, these people don't even know each other. And within days of each other telling me the same thing. I'm like, okay, God. I hear you. Like you
1: talking to I, me. I hear
0: you and i hear i I hear you, and just like I said, if that's what God has for me i I would definitely walk in it and and people and and when it comes to guys and sexual misconduct or sexual assault rape molestation when it's done to a guy, the reason we're so vulnerable and open to even be in that. Exposed us to to be in that situation is because we are looking for that love from a male that we didn't get as a kid. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it because my mother and my father split when I was born. Well, before I was born, they were going through a divorce then, and my cousin was like, "You were rejected from the womb." I'm like, and she he was like, "Tell me about your family, Mama." I was like, "Well, from what I hear." What my mother has told me, what my grandmother told me, my dad left my mom when she was pregnant. And during that year, she was dealing with that food poisoning and went through the worst ice storm that the area had ever had. And the doctor told her she wouldn't be able to carry me. And I almost, she almost lost me. And, my, and once again, my cousin's like, I'm going to stop you right there. And he was like, you got a strong prophetic gift on your life. I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, prophets try to, the devil try to kill prophets while they're in their mother's womb.
1: Yes. He was like, before you got on this earth.
0: Yeah. I'm like, Ooh, okay. And he was like, you have a strong prophetic gift. And he was like, you like to sing, you like to worship. He was like, you're a prophetic worshiper. He was like, that's how you're going to get your breakthrough. And once you start walking in that gift, that's when the others will start unfolding gifts that you never knew you had and i'm like okay all right okay okay and 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 i i I don't want to hear it but deep down inside i know they're right and i know that i'm just running from it not wanting to just fully surrender okay well i'm thinking well i haven't done this yet i haven't done this yet i'm thinking to myself i even though I haven't done it, who said that I still can't do it and give God my all? It's just the right way. It's just the right way to do it and the wrong way to do it, but you want to do it the right way. And And people oftentimes oftentimes think like, okay, this, that, and the third, you out here, fornicating this, that. And I'm I'm thinking to my, and, and Pastor Mike Todd taught me this on one of his series, Relationship Goals. They're talking about, I'm like, well, God wanted us to enjoy sex. Like, that's what he wanted. He he invented that for us, but it's so powerful that he created a container for it, and that container is marriage. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: He's like, that container is marriage. He don't want you out here just doing this, that, and third, because that's how soul ties are created. That's how this is created. That's how you become every person you have slept with, you literally become that person. And what we don't understand is that we become, we add those bodies to us. And the word says, we are a part of Christ's body. And he's a part of us. So every time we do this, that and third, he is with us. And if he, if he, he's not pleased that we're doing it. So I just, I, I, I know what I I know what I got to do. I know that I'm not going to, reap the full benefits of being free until I completely surrender. And like I told my counselor, what's keeping me from it is the fact of not knowing what's next. And she was like, that's where that faith comes in. You got to work Mm and operate faith. And and I I sat down and thought, well, I haven't surrendered and I still don't know what's coming next tomorrow. So why can't I surrender and still not know then? Like, (laughs) (laughs) and i and I, it, it it everything just started to make sense when you start being being free and being real and, every, and and knowing the truth from a lie and like i said and just like i said i went through like the whole depression thing i would advise any parent if you see your if you see your child is depressed question them what's triggering it something is triggering it something has happened been said or done for your kid to be depressed
1: exactly and if they won't talk to you try to find another adult that you think they will trust and talk to you
0: yeah yes and people think okay therapy and counseling is for crazy people no Mm -hmm. you will you will you will be crazy if you don't do it exactly you will lose your mind
1: and I'm
0: divorced. I tell anybody the best thing you can ever do is talk to a counselor or a therapist. And I'm going to be honest. You would think that I'm not throwing a race card out, but you would think that, for instance, you're a counselor. I contact you because I'm depressed. You got the resources to help me, but you ask me, how often are you depressed? I'm, I'm te- I tell you, okay, it's not often, it's periodically. She's like, well, okay, well, I'm just going to give you the resources. Hmm. Oh, oh, okay. Well, you won't get my business. Won't <laughs> <Like that's, laughs> get my and, insurance and then, money and off. Then, and then, <laughs> yeah. And then made a post. I'm getting a lot of inboxes about this and the third. I'm going to change my Facebook name. That's fine. You don't want any business. That's uh-huh. completely fine. And, and, and literally drop the resources. Here go the website. You won't get my business and I will not support you at any event you have because you, by you being rude, that could have pushed me over the edge of suicide. And you not know it's because of what you said and how rude you were when I'm at my darkest and you got the, the resources to help me. And I I, and I just... Wow. That, that, and that, that's what happened. So don't people, if if, if you are certified to help, help you doing, obviously you're doing what God called you to do, do it nicely. So what? You had a bad day. You you knew what you got into when you went to school for this.
1: Wow. Yeah. And if you know... If you're uncomfortable with the counselor or therapist that you have or you feel like you're not getting the help you actually need, don't be afraid to go to someone else. It's about you and your life matters more importantly than whatever they have going on.
0: Because I'm thinking to myself, well, are you depressed? The reason you're so rude. (laughs) Are you depressed? Do you need a counselor? Counselor? (laughs) Like that that was, that's what I'm thinking in my in my mind, like, okay, you gotta be going through something too for you to be rude to somebody that could potentially be a client of yours.
1: Wow. And, like,
0: and what a lot of people don't understand is when you go to counseling or therapy, the therapists are actually getting counseling from you too. You're actually helping them in areas of their life that where they might be weak.
1: Exactly. Because they're
0: hearing what you're going through and they're probably dealing with it the same, but they're got this defense this wall of okay well I can't let this show how can I help them when I'm going you actually helping them you're yeah. actually helping them and and you have to look at things like that and just like I said I wanted to come on your podcast because I know you are a mother to a son and a daughter and yeah. they're 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 getting of age they're they're getting up there so just you, you, you gotta keep an eye on question them. I, I know it might sound crazy, question about teachers, family members, friends, anybody. Of course, and, and, I, and, I, and it, I didn't understand why my grandma would not want me to go to different people's houses and play if they can't come here, you're not playing with them because I've of what great. I went through. <laughs> I understand, and I and, and at and at that age, we didn't understand it. Why? Why they? Why we can't? We can't never have fun. We can't go out of the yard. <laughs> we see it, and now you got people out here in on, just on the news this morning. A three year old found it in the dumpster. Like, come on.
1: Yes, and I was here where I am in Birmingham. <laughs> yeah, so you yeah have like hey, um. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then yeah, and then Sumter, South Carolina, the same thing—a five-year-old found in a landfill, deceased. Right. Like you, like how, how, like how do you, how, how, what pleasure do you get out of there being grown, hurting a child?
1: Yes, like, I and mean, like I don't know like the truth behind it, but the girl they found here. He yes. said he's friends with the police officer, and they told him that the little girl had been raped and drowned before the guy killed her.
0: So yes. that just makes me think: that, like,
1: what was the mental state of the person that person?
0: Like, what and, and that's, that's what, person? Yes, yes. And what 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 happened? Like, I, you know, I, we'll, we'll talk about the the podcast uh, yes. <laughs> because I, 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 I was about to tell you something about the guy, but it, it it was just a lot, and it, and the whole like I said what. What that? What did they go through for them to do this? When I called a person that experienced this as well, well, not didn't experience, but was in the same circle, they told me a lot about this person's upbringing that I didn't even know, and, it, and I just started to connect the dots. I just started to connect to them, and, and like I said, being in high school, we really didn't know why this person was driving an hour and almost hour and a half to work every day like well, what like why, like, why? Uh, we didn't yeah, connect the, all the tools thing.
1: between there and here
0: <laughs> why would you drive an hour to work every day uh, <laughs> I like where did you get caught up there doing the same thing you like you never i'm not going to put that out there that's what they, what he was doing but it, but makes, it
1: makes you wonder
0: it, it makes you wonder yes but i'll tell you one thing i did do I am a criminal justice major, so I know this, that, and third. And I know that it's been more than two years since that happened, so I couldn't do anything about it. I couldn't press charges. I couldn't do nothing because it's been more than two years. You have the max of two years to report a crime if it happens. So, anybody listening, if something happened to you within two years, you still can do something. Anything after two years, you can't. Just let it go. But you can't speak out on it. Just don't mention any names. But... (laughs) I did contact an investigator. As a matter of fact, I contacted my old professor from Ole Miss. She put me in contact with an investigator in his area to see if he's still working in any school systems. If not, that's done. I don't want to ruin his life. I forgive him, but he don't need to be working with nobody's kids. But possibly doing the same thing.
1: Yes. So, yeah, that type um, of behavior is usually repeated unless you have like, you know, a come to Jesus moment about
0: it. Right. And that's what I was thinking like, well, okay. Did this person did he make sure that post of covering the little girl's mouth to was his way of trying to apologize to us or was it a cover up because of what you did? And that's what I'm, I, I thought I'm thinking to myself like, okay, Does this? I I, I try to go through in my mind. Okay, do you even have any remorse for what you've done, or the lives that you have ruined, the relationships you split? Do you have any remorse for it, or act like it never happened? That if I could ask him anything, that's what I would ask.
1: That will be it. I'm going to have yes. to see if I can email him a copy of this podcast. Right.
0: Listen, you're going to get the police magnets for don't. Right.
1: For you're her right. Going, You're going, going to right. get a,
0: listen, you're going to get a cease and desist and don't, like, don't listen to me on your podcast no more.
1: <laughs> like Apple going to snatch his podcast right on that. Right.
0: <laughs> right. But that, that, that's what I would. And my mom was asked at the last podcast that we, we did what would you do if you saw him again? And she really couldn't answer. She said, I don't know. And she said she tried not to think about it. And that's it. It, may, it And just like she even said, it made her blame herself because she trusted them. He, him and his wife watched me after school while she was in class and at work. Yeah. Like she trusted, like, and I honestly, I don't even know if the wife knew what he was doing. Yeah, but if she, but, now, she, yeah, but if she did, yeah, but if she, she, she blocked. No, he probably blocked you. There's no,
1: probably, she
0: didn't. she didn't block me, just him. Okay. Oh, but the word. I don't like to say what the streets say, but I don't think they married anymore. But, oh. yeah, but I, I don't know if she knew, or not, but. They watched me. They done everything. And I just, like, I, I like I wrote on the post, I'll never forget one night they were here at the house. And he was, like, me and Rob were going to the store. And I had on some basketball shorts that night. And he was, like, and some stockings under the seat. Like, I could see it clear. I could see it right now as we talking. He's, like, we are going to the store, there's some stockings under the seat, keep your shorts on, but put these on under your shorts. I'm thinking to myself, how is this possible?
1: Really? But, I
0: did, but I did it. And I would have done it maybe about five to six times and I just got tired. I got so tired. I, I was out of, out of breath tired. And I just glanced over and he was fun, fundling with the zipper on his pants. And when he saw me look, he moved his hand back to the steering wheel. And... Oh... When we got back in the house, there was a wet spot right there in the middle of his pants. What? That, yes, yes, yes. That bothered me for so long. But once again, I swept it under the rug. I swept it under the rug. And it made me still question, like, what, what is it about me? I, it, it just can't be me being raised around girls that make people think this about me. And, and you start to pick yourself apart. When you're being exposed to something, you start to pick yourself apart. You start to question yourself because after you see it, you can't unsee it. It's gonna always be there. You're gonna always question yourself, like, it, like, what is this me? Like, it, but I, but as I got older to the age I am now, I knew it was a lie. I, I, I knew it was a lie. And, and, and just like I, someone told me, if it's not written in the Bible, it's a lie. Mm-hmm. It, it ain't true. If that is it is not true. You're you are if some, anything negative is not true. That's what that's a better way to say it. And I just stopped listening to people. And just like I wrote on my post, my depression was defeated by the deliverance defeated my depression. And I stick to that. And just like I said, my um bravery, no courage over fear, get build up your courage, and I hope this builds up someone's courage to say, "Okay, look, me too this 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 happened." and like I said, it can go for men and women, boys and girls, old and young it it happens. And people, sometimes people want to like, well, were these people mental states? Sometimes it's just generational. Sometimes your granddaddy was a rapist. It skipped your daddy, and it get you. And it it it's all passed down generational. Everything that we go through is sometimes generational. Like Pastor Hargrove recently had a domestic violence rally at his church, and he spoke about something about how. One of his family members, I want to say it's his grandfather, told his grandmother, I'm going to kill you on 4th of July, and I'm going to kill myself.
1: Mm.
0: And the woman, the grandmother, told the cousins, the aunts, that he said he's going to kill me 4th of July. He said he's going to kill me. And said that by the time 4th of July came, the woman was gone. And July 5th, they got a call that this man had killed himself, the grandfather. Wow. The mother had got up and left and said, the grandmother got up and left and said, y'all called me when he did. Because she had already told him he was going to kill, his, kill him, himself and her. But luckily, she had sense enough to leave before he could do that. And I say that to say, I think it was his aunt. Her husband killed her and him. It's generational. Like it, it will skip a generation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and, and it and it won, and, and that's kind kind. Yeah, we'll will talk. I I just can't I just can't see it on here. But it it it's generational. It 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 definitely happens. So just be aware. Just always question your kids. Question question question. And if they're depressed, get help. Make them talk to you. If they can't talk to you, just like Kristen said, find somebody that they can talk to, they're comfortable talking to. Get them a spiritual counselor and a therapist, a licensed therapist. Get them help. Like get get them help. Like there are a lot of resources out there. There's a lot.
1: There are so many, and there's no reason why anybody should suffer alone. No, I know it takes a lot of courage and strength to speak out, and I do appreciate you coming on the yeah. podcast. We'll have to follow up with a part two.
0: Yeah, and one more thing, one more thing. When you speak out, be ready for the spirit of retaliation and uh-huh. backlash because it's coming. You're going to have people that are going to stand with you and people that's going to be like, that ain't happening. You, If it happened, why are you just not speaking out well? The same reason you hide and you doing this. And you ain't speaking out about it. And yeah,
1: the same That's reason why. why some people never speak out because of people yeah. like that. So it's yes, never
0: people, too late. Yes, yes. And people commit suicide because of that. And I just sat there and thought, dang, I spoke out in September. not n- Unaware that it's suicide um, awareness month. I didn't know. I, did, I had no idea until after I made my post. I'm like, okay, God, I see you. And I understand what you're doing now. I understand that this was to keep somebody from doing this. And it it, it all lined up and made sense. Okay. That month, suicide prevention month. This month, mental health, mental illness awareness month. I'm keeping somebody from depression.
1: Yes, you are.
0: Yeah, by my podcast and my post still getting shares. Like, I, I'm still getting messages. And I had one person went to the school with us. You you know this person, too. They wrote, meant they wrote me and was like, I commend you and Shauna Tillman for what y'all are doing. And y'all are helping. So I commend you for it. I commend y'all for speaking out. And he was like, if you need somebody else on your team in your camp to speak out about this person, I'll do it. Why? because he tried to do it with me. But when I see it had, saw it had nothing to do with academics, I cut it off right from the jump. And I almost just dropped my phone and crashed into a tree. And this person <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, what? Because I, I, I wasn't expecting them to say that. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it. And I'm thinking like, okay, this is crazy. It's yeah. crazy. I'm
1: like, so glad now you're at the point where you're not yeah. holding in and beating yourself up and going through you know desert, depression and anxiety because that takes a toll on you. I went it through depression does. while I was pregnant, so I know it really does take a toll on you on your mind, your health.
0: Yeah, and it it, it affects everything. It affects the things you have been you've been doing for years. It affects it. And people just think that, okay, you can just turn it off. No, you can have, your day can be going so great. Somebody can say one thing, a song can come on, you can read something, and boom, yeah. it's right. It's just covered up for the moment and look for that right time to just, boom, and just take you on a roller coaster you don't want to go on. And it it is, it's definitely nothing to play with. It's definitely not. And like I just like I told, then on the podcast I I spoke, my depression, my my anxiety went away, the moment I told my mother. Like I literally after I told her, I literally, my my hands were literally shaking like right before because I was telling my grandmother, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I I, I feel like I'm losing my mind. I'm just sitting on the couch crying to my grandma. Between 2016 and this year, 19, these three years, I have cried the most I've ever cried in my life. Besides when I was a child, a baby, it was terrible. I'll be literally sitting in my car, driving, and I'm just thinking like, "Okay, God, I'm um, whatever I did to go through this, I am sorry," and I just break down to start crying. I'm leaving work. I'll be so depressed at work to where I just don't want to be there and it, it was terrible it, it was terrible like i had to work summer school this past summer and one week the week leading up to my birthday i had to sing at church today before my birthday and leading up to that that sunday i'm thinking like, "God, i don't know what to sing i don't know i just don't know what to sing and i'm just tired of trying to figure it out and then you you know laquita Reddit's personality it's so bubbly and Always on ten early in the morning, every day she came in just bubbly, and I remind you, I'm depressed. She came in bubbly talking. I'm like, okay, if this little, if this short lady did not leave me alone, if she (laughs) did not leave me alone, just go away, get out of my face, just let me be. That's because I wanted to be by myself, and. She called me in in the room. She was like, come down here for a minute. I went down there. I'm like, oh, Lord, what are you about to prophesy to me today? And she was like, just come sit down. And she was like, why you don't want to sing at church Sunday? I was like, it's not the fact I don't want to sing. I just don't know what to sing. That was just me covering it up. And she was like, you're about to be 25 Monday. And she was like, I'm a very mathematical person. She was like, two plus five is seven. I'm like, yeah. And she was like, God created the world in seven days. I'm like, that's true. And she said, this, this is about to be your year where you just come out and do exactly what God told you to do. And I'm like, Here you go again. <laughs> I, I'm not about to preach. And I just thought and I just bust on your star crying. And she was like, I want you to listen to Jessica Reedy's song, Something Out of Nothing. And I listened to it. And it's basically what it is God made something out of nothing, no, nothing that I thought. I thought I was just swooping this under kind the of rug. But it was that, that was that something that I was trying to make nothing, but turned out to be way bigger than what I thought. And I, I thank her. I thank my pastor. I thank my pastor Marcus Dudley. I thank Reverend Hargrove. I thank every. Me, both of my family members, Antonio Kimball, Jeffrey Kimball, not no Antonio Kimball, Jeffrey Phillips, and the other attorney, Antonio Kimball that go to my church. It was two of them. Apostles, there uh Mary Mims, Bo- prophets, Bojana Holmes. I think all of them because they helped me a lot. They really helped me identify a lot from the truth about not about myself. So. I would advise anybody, like I said, they're going through this, been through this, get spiritual counseling and mental counseling because your mind needs to be back. It is like I train myself mentally think, okay, you would never have a wife. You this, you that. If you get a girlfriend, you ain't going to like her because they don't say this about you. You don't like girls. you did. And I and my mom was like, you just need to talk to somebody to get your mind back right and regular. And, and I was like, okay. And that's like, that was my anxiety went away. And that's, that's how deep and dark the devil had me thinking, like, you would never, you 25, you're so far away from having a wife, you might as well just hang that up. You almost 30, in a couple of years, you'll be 30, and you haven't done this. And i started to think, it ain't never too late. Abraham waited 25 years to have a child.
1: He okay. got his son.
0: I, and I'm thinking, like, what? what this is a lie. I can have whatever I want. So uh, that's just basically what it is. And somebody, and people listening, don't let people tell you who you are. Mm
1: -mm. Know your
0: own identity, know your own purpose. Don't let nobody give you an identity or a purpose. Seek God and stay mentally healthy. Because a mind is a terrible thing to waste.
1: Mm, so, and the idle mind is the devil's workshop, and that's usually yeah. the people that go around making up lies, people that don't yeah. have enough to do <laughs> throughout their day.
0: Yes, yes. and' like I said in parents, you see your and do not let your kids be alone and depressed because that is a quick way for the devil to come in and get them. They think it, and if and one thing I've learned, the mind is the only the first place the devil's going to attack. he's going to always attack you mentally, and once he attack you mentally, get in your mind. Your mind is connected to your heart. Your heart is what produces your actions. So don't let... And that's how suicide comes into play. I, I never thought about killing myself at all. Because I know the Bible says that's the only thing you can not be forgiven for. How can you ask for forgiveness if you're dead? Because By something you've done. You can't write a suicide note asking God, okay, well, forgive me for, by, for killing myself. No, it don't work like that. So...
1: Don't let that be an option. We love. Exactly.
0: You yes, yeah. because yeah, and people don't understand. <laughs> That's you're still not dealing with it if you if you do that. You letting it take you. You letting it get you. You letting it. You letting the devil win. And you're only you really hurting
1: your family, your loved ones, yeah. so and, they're
0: gonna you. quit, and they're going to and they're going to wonder why did you do? Why did they do this? You might think you're taking the easy way out, but you are. Keeping those generational curses going. You you're you, you thinking you've gotten the easy way out, but yeah, you have kids, your grandkids might commit suicide because of this. They might battle. Get help, end it. Like end the depression, end all of it by getting help. Not holding it in. Speak out. Just just tell your truth.
1: Yes, and just develop that relationship with God because yeah, that's absolutely. gonna be the main thing that gets yes. you over.
0: Yes, and scrap and scrap then asked me, did this deepen your relationship with God? I said, Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: if it wasn't for the word telling me that God set me aside to do his work, I wouldn't know who I am. And if to see that God said I am his handiwork, I I am made in the image of him, and he's the only thing that's perfect. I'm made in his image. Not the devil's image, image, but his image. And just like, now I just, and I, I pray for joy. I, I don't want no happiness. Just give me pure joy. Because I, you might ask for happiness. God has sent me somebody that can only make me happy for the moment. I don't want that. Make, give me something that can keep me happy, give me joy in my, my whole life. Like, yes. don't just send me. You have, to, you have to watch what you pray for. So, oh,
1: that is so true. I saw a post on Facebook. It said, y'all better watch what y'all pray for. It for God to send me somebody I could wake up, wake up to every day. He gave me a baby.
0: <laughs> right, and and just like I said, he God want he want us to have relationships. He wants us to do this. He want, but it's the right time to do it. It, mm-hmm. it uh, and and sometimes we, I'm not perfect. I didn't listen. I I wanted to do this. That that's we we all go go there, but. There is a right and wrong way to do it. Don't do it the wrong way. You want to know how to do it the right way? Open up that book with the black and red words. You got right, every, you don't everything.
1: Download that, don't know what that yeah, Bible is.
0: Yeah, every, everything that we go through, somebody in that Bible has been through it.
1: It's, it's already written.
0: It's already written. Exactly. Okay. It's already there. There are rapists in the Bible. There are drunks, thieves, murderers, adulterers, yeah. right? Uh, whores, harlots, they all in there. So, everybody, all of us are in good company. <laughs> it's in there. Somebody can relate. So, I mean, like I said, they're harlots, like all oh, this in the Bible. Like, don't judge these strippers for doing it when the word, the Bible has strippers. So, it is what it is.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, nice.
0: it's, the, it's, the, it, it's the truth. It is definitely.
1: Yeah, the truth. It
0: <laughs> yeah, like, don't, how can you, they didn't judge them in the Bible. So come on, like, yeah, it is what it is.
1: Yeah. So, how can our listeners get in contact with you?
0: I, I'm on Facebook, Robert Pascal. That's R O B E R T P A S C U L, not A L. It's U L.
1: U L, yeah. y'all got that? <laughs>
0: yeah, Because I get A L all the time, um, but I'm mostly there most of the, on Facebook most of the time. You can. Whatever you guys want to know, I'm not hide nothing no more. Ask me whatever you want to know, and it is it, it it's it's there, and I'm I'm doing that to save y'all, to help y'all. So,
1: well, we definitely look forward to it. We will be on the lookout for your book. That I know you're going <laughs> to be. I'm
0: um, actually in the process of creating my own organization. Um, I I re, I've. Um it's, it's really been on me to do it since I spoke out and Shauna told me from my first podcast don't put it off anymore and I can actually share the title it's actually identity theft
1: oh I like um, that
0: yes and it is and the, the tagline is I appointed you Jeremiah 1 and 5
1: don't ah. let nobody
0: else tell you what it God appointed you to do exactly what he wanted you to do now what they want you to do, or what they say you need to do. What he wanted you to do, and it's basically bringing awareness to sexual assault, and also bringing that spiritual side with it to so let you know: okay, they might say you this, but in reality, this is this is what you are. And biblically, spiritually, this is what you are. You are a man. You are a woman. You're meant for a man, a woman, man, and woman. You're meant for a man. You know so it it. it Don't believe the lies and don't believe the hype. I I, I have nothing against anybody in the LGBT community. I I pray y'all get y'all stuff together eventually. But I don't hate y'all. I don't. I will never slander you. But get deep in that word and you will see the truth.